But above all things, be true to yourself and in everything. Absolutely, unapologetically shameless. You are now tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast. And running, running, 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 and it is your host, Sarah J, on the Sincerely Shameless podcast. And boy, am I shameless. I just sung for you. Yes. Yes, that was me. No, I know you thought it was like Fergie herself, but it was I. It's me. Y'all, yes, indeedy, assist in needy. I come to you from the closet floor of my new home in Dayton, Ohio. Stand up, Buckeyes. I I don't even know what a Buckeye is, but we're going to stand up, okay? Um, excited to chat. Y'all, I've been up since 5 o'clock this morning. What, what have I been doing? Praying, thinking, crying, getting excited because I am back. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell them myself, okay? The last podcast was... A week prior, but let me tell y'all what I do. Sometimes I I pre-record. <laughs> Sometimes I pre-record and I have not touched a mic in uh two weeks, you guys. Um, so that last episode and the other one, those are two pre-recorded, and I pre-recorded those when I did the third one. Yes, that is what I did. And you know what? I'm glad that I did it because um, two Saturdays ago, my life was turned upside down. Yes, indeed. It most certainly was. I'm still having my morning coffee. I don't know what time it is and where you are and when you'll be listening to this, but today is November 14th, 2020. It is 7.39 a.m. And I'm going to send this out to you guys around noon with a really pretty picture on my page that I, I'm going to kind of dig up about these photos because sis ain't looking like what sis need to be looking like, okay? And um, so bear with me as we work through this. But yes, I am in Ohio. I am a resident as of now. And um as I said, my life was turned upside down like a cupcake, okay, um, without the feelings. So, you know, I'm a little bitter about that, but it's going to be okay. And, um, yeah, but as you can tell, I'm happy, um, or at least I sound happy. I'm working on happiness, and I know over these past couple of episodes in season two, we've talked about quite a few things. Um, we've talked about depression and what that looks like and what that feels like, and to be honest, um, I've been there still might be there. I'll let you know. We talked about creating things, um, that things were worth creating, um, not the tangible things, but happiness, peace, love, and joy, and how it's worth creating because unfortunately, Amazon doesn't have it on sale. Turns out they don't even have it in stock. Right. I looked. Okay. 
I looked. And um, last but not least, I think we talked about welcoming new things um, and what those things look like. But this week, y'all gonna have to excuse me. I'm trying to sing, y'all just... Y'all, I'm going to have to listen to that Let's Get It Started song. As soon as I'm finished, I'm about to run around this empty home and get it started, okay? So this week, um, let me pull out my notes because, y'all, I'm going off book, okay? The Lord gave me this here this morning. He sure did when I was at 6.15. I want to say that was the time. So um, this week, our word of the week um, is faith. This one is a tough one because people think you faith is only for believers. Um, and faith is not just for believers. It's spoken a lot from believers, but it's not just for believers. Um, and the reason why I say that is because we as humans tend to put faith and have faith and um a lot of things. But before I dive into that, let me hear Google with the meaning of faith. Okay. Um, definition, guys. Yes, I am sitting on the floor Googling the definition. All right. You guys, our best friend Google says faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Okay. All right. So let me give it to you. Because faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something, we tend to have faith in ourselves. We tend to have faith in um, our couch or our home. Um, And I want to tell you where your faith is matters. If your faith is in things, you probably will be disappointed. Um, If your faith is in someone, um, people disappoint too. Um, Honestly, your faith in anything other than your higher power in whatever that is, as you know, mine is God, amen. Even that can disappoint, okay? So um, let me tell you guys a quick story because, you know, What's what's the Sincerely Shameless podcast without a quick story? So there was this one time. um, Okay. All right. So this is kind of going to roll into the wisdom of the week, but we're going to keep it in the word. All right. So I had bought this house, you guys, Um, uh, 2015, I want to say. I bought a house. I bought a house 2015 um, by myself. It was beautiful and it was huge. And um, I had this job and this job was super awesome because, you know, I got a base salary. I got pre diem, I got bonuses and, um, and I had all the perks to where the only thing I really paid was my mortgage. And, you know, my mortgage was $949. So I was rich basically. Right. Um, so, um, I, you know, I had, you know, these, um, credit cards, right? So I had New York and Company credit card. And if you know me and you know me, know me, then you know sis was popping back in 2015 to 2017. I fell off, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> 
we gonna get there okay we're gonna get to a new there so i had these little credit cards you know sis had a victoria's secrets credit card so i was popping had my new york and company credit card so you best believe i never wore the same thing at least three times you know twice maybe but three times no and um i was traveling so you know i was well traveled you know never really knew what time zone it was in had a nice vehicle had a beautiful car it was my season like i was popping right so um Living in that was exciting, you know, you know, it was perceived that I was that chick and I was in my mind. Okay. And then one day, um, May, May 27th, exactly. May 27th, um, I was let go from my job. So I had faith in this job because this job made me, I'm going to be honest, you guys, this job literally made me like it made me um, eligible to pay bills. It made me, it made it possible for me to travel and go places. So when I did not have that job, I lost a bit of confidence in who I was, you know, my faith was in that job and then I lost that job and now I had all this faith and I didn't know where to put it. And I didn't want to put it in me because if me lost that job, then why I'm gonna put my faith in that, right? In me, right? And then um, months later, the inevitable happened to where I had to um, sell my house. Why did I have to sell my house? I couldn't afford my house. Y'all, I couldn't afford the house. It was 1,600 square feet of house that I couldn't afford. And honestly, I can live in a closet, okay? A walk-in closet, at least. So I had to sell the house. So the stress of selling the house unemployed was taxing because I have all this nice furniture. I have all these things that have made who Sarah J was um, at the time. I was known for having nice things, wearing nice things, showing up and um, being nice. And I was all about my things. That's where my faith was. Like my faith and my prayer was God give me money so I can get nice things because those things made me feel better about me. So that's where my faith was. So at this moment, um, I had to sell out. I had to, I had to not sell this house. I had to sell this house, but I didn't have enough strength to sell this furniture. So you guys, I get all this furniture out of this home. I kid you not. Driving at this time a Volkswagen and, um, I put it in storage. I said, okay, Lord, I'm gonna put it in storage. I'm gonna have a job in the next two weeks. I'll be able to afford the storage bill. The same job I had could not even afford the storage bill. You guys, I had given away all of this furniture for free. Why? Because I didn't even have enough faith in myself to price it because my faith was in the things. And so when my when your faith is in the thing, when the thing goes, you don't have no more faith. So I don't know if you guys got the fullness of that story, but the moral of the story is where your confidence is matters. Where your faith is matters. If your faith is in things, you will always be disappointed. I mean, I mean, it's inevitable. Things break. Things wither. Things die. Things fall apart. Things get stolen. But when your faith is in the intangible, you can create that. You know, I now have learned the beauty of creating my stuff. Like, not the things, but if I need peace, I learned how to create that. 
And I can sit in an empty home any day and create peace. Joy, can't purchase that. But I can sit in my car with no gas and create joy. So the word of the week is faith. But the question is, where is your faith? What do you put your faith in? All right, guys, and I am back. Um, Y'all, I'm so excited, and this coffee is pumping, so please excuse me if I continue to try to sing through this episode. All right, so the wisdom of the week. The wisdom of the week is let it go. Y'all, I promise, stick with me. I'm going places. I'm, I'm telling you. We mostly hear let it go um, <clears throat> when it comes to our girlfriends, girl, let it go. We, we moving past that, right? And then we also hear from, you know, the, the men we possibly date. You you hold on to stuff. You need to let that stuff go, right? But I don't want to speak to you guys from that aspect. I want to speak to you guys from another aspect of letting it go. Um, I come from a long line of... Um, Holder ons. I used to call it hanger ones back in college. Just you just hang on everything, right? You just, I mean, you just hang. I mean, I could say good morning. Why? I mean, why you say it like that? Like, golly, like let it go. I just said good morning, right? Okay, so um, I'm gonna do the story backwards and I'll run it kind of forward. So um, three weeks ago. I was sitting in my home on um, my rug crying. I was very, very disappointed with what life was looking like in that moment. And um, at the very next day, I drove out to Marion, South Carolina to work on some books. Um, I finished one of them and I got to the 10th chapter of the memoir and I thought, let's go for a walk, Sarah. Let's go for a walk. So I'm out walking and I'm jogging and um, I tend to slip and fall um, quite a bit. It gets a bit embarrassing. So I fail, but I got up, you know, I scraped my knee, you know I'm saying, you know, but it's okay. Broken nail. It's okay. Right. I'm, I was good. And um, then I get a phone call from my father and the news that I received was possibly one of the disappointing one of the most upsetting news I'd heard in a very long time Um, because this type of news wasn't the type of news that stopped you dead in your tracks. This type of news made me run back to my Airbnb, pack everything up in my car and drive six hours back to Atlanta in the middle of the night and in the middle of a storm. I didn't arrive back until about 1030 at night. And I remember taking a shower and falling on my floor crying some more. And I finally made it to bed. And the next morning I was up at 5 a.m. It was go time. You guys, my life was being literally um, turned around, like upside down. Okay. So this news that he told me um, is what prompted me to move to Ohio. Um, And I used to say, you know, it'd be an act of God if I move back to Ohio. So you got to be real careful about what you say, because this literally is the move of God. And that's why I'm here. Okay. So in this moment, um, I, I did not know what steps to take, but I did know everything that I had could not go with me. 
It was one of those moments again. I don't know if you guys have ever been in that moment where you've been told that you have to get up and move or for if you're at work and it's like, okay, you're going from your office to a cubicle. Everything in your office can't go with you. So now I'm sitting in this apartment, this 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 huge one bedroom apartment that I have made a home and I'm deciding what stays and what goes. But then sometimes when you're trying to figure out what stays and what goes, you got to look at your carrying method. Okay. So if your carrying method is a U-Haul, everything can go. <laughs> but if your carrying method is a Tudor uh, Volkswagen, not much can go. You, I can go. Uh, this laptop going to go. Uh, that blanket, yeah, that, that's got to go. I don't want to be cold in Ohio, okay? Um, so that's what I was thinking. So in this moment, I literally am like, I don't have time to price it. So the similar... It's kind of a similar story to um, our word of the week. I I chose to give this up, um, the furniture up in the previous one. Um, but this one, I, I, I had no choice. I, I couldn't take it with me. Where is it going? So immediately I'm making calls. I'm like, yo, can you come get this stuff? They're like, what? Come get what? I'm like, this furniture. They're like, you want me to come pick up your furniture? I'm like, yeah, you got to come pick it up. Um, I, I, it, it can't go with me. They're like, how much I how much I owe you? I'm like, oh, it's nothing. It's free. Just come get it. I just, I just gave it up, right? I gave it up. It took me literally five days to get rid of all of my stuff, all of my things. And you guys, it wasn't no raggedy stuff, okay? We talking, sis, be shopping, okay? So I'm giving it up. I'm, everybody's feeling blessed. Like, oh my God, Sarah, like I've always been eyeing this. Like I've always wanted this, particularly out of your home. I'm like, well, it's yours now, sis. Go be blessed. Run along, run along. So everybody's coming to get this stuff. It's moving. It's moving quickly. And I finally have to roll out and, and put the eight hours on the road. And I make it here. And you guys, I walk into this um, apartment and I'm talking as empty as can be. I'm talking as empty as can be. And all I felt was the reality of letting it go. You guys, there are going to be some seasons in your life where you can take some of it, you can take all of it, or you can take none of it. It's going to be up to you to discern what your carrying load can be. This particular time, all that could go was bare necessities. I'm talking not even a pillow. I'm y'all, I'm saying I didn't even have a coffee maker in my home. Like I didn't even have a plug-in to make sure this home smelled good if I wanted to fry something. You know, I didn't even have <laughs> like canola oil if I wanted to cook. Like that's all the stuff that couldn't go. And it's a lot of stuff that you leave behind. So I don't know what that season looks like for you, but I do want to say that there is a beauty and a blessing in letting it go because when you let it go, you're starting with a blank canvas. And I know some people get weirded out about blank canvases because that's that's overwhelming, like it's nothing there. But that's when you can create something being there. And I want to say within the last, because I've been here for seven days, in the last seven days, I have a love seat. I have, a, well, it's not a love seat. It's a couch. I have a chair and I have two mattresses. Um, yes, this has two rooms. Um, and I'm slowly rebuilding. 
But the beauty of letting it go is that that my last season doesn't have to look like my new season. This home does not look nothing like my last home, which means this season's blessings aren't going to look like last season's blessings. And thank God, honestly, y'all, I'm grateful for that. This home has its own unique setup. And sometimes you can't take last season stuff into a new season because it won't fit. Y'all, if I tried to bring that blessed blue couch, and y'all know I talked about that blue couch. If I tried to bring that blessed blue couch, I would not have a living room. Do you hear me? The living room here is not big at all. If I tried to bring that eight by 10 rug, that would have took up the size of the living room. And then I would have been trying to squeeze an old thing into a new thing and mad that it don't fit. So. I know we talk a lot about let it go, but the let it go that I'm talking about is a let it go to where you create room for a new season. And if you are unwilling to let it go, I promise you, you won't see that new season. So I want us to right now, whatever you're doing, take two seconds to close your hands, both of them, close both of your hands. Okay. Now act like you about to go pick up your coffee cup. Act like you about to go (laughs) pick up your purse or pick up your laptop. Try to pick up your laptop with two closed fists. Let me know how it goes. You're not going to do it. That's what you look like holding on to one season, trying to grasp another. But open your hands. Open both of them. You know what's in it? Nothing. So pick up everything. Try to pick everything up. Guess what? You can. And so that is what I really, truly experienced. Last season, when I gave everything up and I started over, I felt like my back was up against the wall. I had no choice. This season, it was a no-brainer. Sis, you can't take this. You're about to embark on a whole new journey. You can't make this season look like last season just because you like your furniture, just because you like your things. And that ties back into the faith portion. If My faith at that moment, again, had been in my things, y'all, I wouldn't have left. I'd have been like, no, I want to keep my things. And I would have tried to break my neck, arm, back, and leg, truly, trying to load those things on a U-Haul and drive up two mountains, drive through mountains in Kentucky and Tennessee with no help at five o'clock in the morning trying to carry a thing just to realize when I get here, the things don't fit, then what? What a disappointment, right? That's disappointing. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys, um, the power of letting it go. I don't know what that looks like for you. For me, it's always, <laughs> not always, but Lord knows, I have been to 30 different schools, sister moved around a lot. It's always been things for me. Like, I don't know what your let it go is. It, it could be a relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be a style of eating, a style of living, a way of thinking, letting it go. I don't know what that is. For me, mine has been things. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that in previous times, I put a lot of value in things. I would choose things over people any day. Don't tell nobody. We being shameless, right? I would. Like, don't touch my things. It's mine. It's mine. Give me my things. Yours might be something else. But I'm telling you, when you let it go, when you let it go, you make room for new opportunities and it'll always be better. Um, I know for for my father, um, his is the thing that he has to let go of is torment. 
in memories, you know, being down, being up here with him, I have learned how much he holds on to. I'm talking, brother was talking about 2001. I was like, dog, I was 11. <laughs> he was like, I'm still mad. I'm like, you gotta let it go. Like, I promise you, if you let that memory go, we can make better ones. And these are the ones that will help you sleep at night, ha- not have you rolling over and around on a on a heck of a nice mattress, unable to rest. This week, I want us to ask ourselves, what do we need to let go of? And not that petty girl, you need to let that go. Or you, you always hold on to stuff, Sharika, you always, no, not that one, not that one, the, the other one this this gun that's gonna push us to the next season that let it go that's the let it go not the Wayne wonder Mm -mm. the other let go so what are you guys gonna let go of this week it is about that time guys we are back i am back um with our woman of the week you guys Thank you so much for holding on with me. Thank you for listening. Um, we are at the close of the podcast. Um, and I definitely want to tell you guys a story. So I'll make it quick. You know how I am. I don't want to tell you too much of your time. Your time is important, okay? As is mine. Amen. Um, so when the move portion came around, you guys, and um, this woman of the week is actually a really close friend of mine. And... Um, Listen, y'all, let me tell you, this chick came through on the clutch. And I just want to say, for those who have yet to understand the power of creativity and friendship, I really want you to grasp this. I want you to hold on to it as if it is that that um, that candy bar that you love so much or whatever the case may be. Um Friendship requires creativity. Relationships require creativity. It's not always financial. It's not always mental. It's not always physical. It's not always birthdays. It's not always travel. It's the creativity for me. Okay. It really, truly is. It, it really, truly is. So um, me and um, this week's woman of the week, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell y'all her name in a few, but I'm going to tell y'all this story. Um, we have known each other for quite some time and our friendship has experienced many different um, levels of proximity from very much so closeness to um, a little bit of distance, but still close and then closeness again. And um, I think that's beautiful when a friendship can experience many seasons and different phases and the blood is always there. And um, this particular time, we were much closer. I mean, we did vegan day where we just made a whole bunch of vegan meat. Well, I made a whole bunch of vegan meals and she ate them. We ate them. And um, this particular time, um, we bonded over, we bond over grief. You know, we've experienced a lot of grief. Um, We've experienced a lot of trials when it comes to men and we share our experiences with one another and we offer um encouragement and you know prayer to to move forward you know so this particular time I was trying to pack up what I could pack up you guys and it wasn't much and I didn't have a lot of resources but she said Sarah I can bring you these bags that um that I use when I move and you know you're probably thinking a bag 
listen, y'all, she drove 45 minutes from her house to bring me five blue bags. They're like um, similar to the Ikea bags, the blue Ikea bags. She drove 45 minutes from her house to my house to drop off some bags. When she got there, she saw me. I was in a disarray. Like, y'all, I was like hair standing on my head, sideshow bob, crazy woman, mad woman. Like, girl, what is wrong with you? She says, Sarah, (laughs) are you okay? I said, no, it is so much stuff in this house. I don't know what to take. I don't know what to leave. I said, just start picking stuff up. She said, wait, I'm not going to take anything right now. Have you started looking for a job? Have you started looking to relocate? What is everything looking like right now? I said, everything's up in the air. She said, give me your laptop. I said, okay. Y'all, she sat down and applied for jobs on LinkedIn while I try to pick my life up. Literally. Listen, it sounds small. It was so big for me. Y'all, my brain was so frazzled, razzled and dazzled. And not in a good way. I couldn't even think how to apply to a job. All I had to press was apply. Sis couldn't even do that, y'all. It blessed me so much. So this week's woman of the week is La Monique Missouri. You guys, she is a prayer woman. She will also get you right on together. Amen. And then pray again for you. And then drive 45 minutes from her house to drop you off some blue bags, okay? Just so you can pack what little bit of towels and wash rags you have, okay? Um, now you guys know the importance of the woman of the week is not just to highlight people or our friends or family members who've just been kind to us, but she's also an entrepreneur. You guys, she has her own tax preparation business. She is studying to do real estate and she's a federal agent job person. Like, I don't even know it's top secret, but I can't even tell y'all, but that's what she does. Like I'm talking about a woman of ambition. Listen, we can all take a page out of her book and at least read it. I mean, cause I ain't got three jobs. Okay. Um, <laughs> and she is a two-time home buyer. So I just want you guys to know the women that I'm surrounded with and surrounded by and how they bless my life so that you can get you some women or borrow the women that I have or befriend them so that your life can be blessed as much. You can find her on Instagram at her tax page and personal page at um, Miss underscore Mizzou. And um, y'all know these taxes coming around and we don't even know what kind of craziness they about to pull with all these incentives we've received and CARES Act and all that stuff. So my girl is highly um, educated and she's been studying, preparing and is ready for you. And if not taxes and you just want a friend and a follower, you know where to find her. All right, guys. So um, normally I cut to the closeout of the podcast, but I truly wanted to just come back and say, first of all, thank you guys for sticking with me. Thank you for listening. I hope this podcast has blessed your life. I hope whatever you heard encourages you not just to inspiration, but to action. Um, Don't forget, you guys can find me on Instagram at she's so shameless with two O's underscore and um, on Twitter, same handle. She's so shameless with two O's underscore. And also check out the blog. Um, I've yet to update it, but it's a great place for you guys to nominate women of the week. I know um, 
season two, I've been nominating people that I've done business with or um, have been in friendship with and have done business with. But I would love to know those people who have highlighted you. Also, if you just want to chat, don't forget to slide in those DMs and or hit the communication box on the website um, at www.theshamelessbrand.com. I'd love to hear from you. Can't wait to see you next week. And you guys be blessed. But above all things, be true to yourself and in everything, absolutely, unapologetically, shameless. You are now tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless podcast.